Hello, welcome to Meditation and our very special interview with uh, Sachin Sahel, who plays Eric Jackson. I'm Erin. I'm an English professor in uh, Mississippi. I'm Claire. I'm a writer in Portland, Oregon. Um, and we got to spend an hour and a half chatting with Sachin about um, episode 405, about uh, where his storyline's going, about uh, the experience of playing Jackson. We got uh, tons and tons of fun behind the scenes stories. We got we got impressions of two different cast members. <laughs> we fan cast Back to the Future. We had a really great time. <laughs> yes. So we predict that you will enjoy this thoroughly. <laughs> Good to talk to you guys again. Good to see yeah, you too. too. Yeah. How have you been? Oh, we've been great. How about you? Fantastic. Just chilling up in uh, rainy, cold Vancouver, but nice. <laughs> Excellent. We are both in rainy, cold places as well, although I'm in Mississippi, so it's been, like, ridiculously warm. <laughs> nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's, not, it's not terrible in Portland, but it's it's been, it's been a little off and on. It's currently yeah, not raining, absolutely. but, like, you know, it will be again very soon, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver's been weird. It's been snowing and stuff, too, so I don't really necessarily know what's going on here. Um, I'm, I'm going to just blame Vancouver, as I usually do. That's like a good plan. I'm about where, like, where we get, like, either it's cold or it's hot. So we're, where we know exactly what we're getting here. You walk outside and you're in shorts, and all of a sudden it'll be minus two and snowing for no reason. <laughs> so you just got to, like, embrace it, you know? You just got to be like, I'm in shorts and it's snowing. This is cool. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> Growing up in a place that's minus 30, if I'm in shorts and it's minus 15, I can still play basketball, so I'm okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I grew up in Wisconsin, so I know, I know how that goes. You get it. You yeah, get it. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> Anything above, like, you know, 30 Fahrenheit is, like, balmy. <laughs> yeah. Totally. See, I was, like, I, I lived in New York for a while after college, and I was totally unprepared for, like, extreme winter, because Portland, like, Portland shuts down with, like, a centimeter of snow. Like, no one has oh. snow tires. You get, like, the whole city shuts down, school's canceled, work's canceled. And so the first time I, like, went to New York and, like, experienced this, like, big sort of blizzard, like, East Coast winter, so I called into my office, and I was like, okay, so it's snowing in the Bronx, so obviously it must be a snow day. And they were like, the hell are you talking about? And I was like, it's snowing and they were like yeah get your ass on the subway like where are you from and i was like oregon vancouver's the exact same way like an inch of snow and nobody knows how to drive everybody loses their minds it's like this is the biggest snowstorm you've seen in 30 years and i'm like it's, it's insane no the buses stop the taxi yeah 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 same thing here too like, like no one goes anywhere yeah. It's like it's not that big a deal. Come on. Only like driving around because I'm the only one who's had a drive in that situation. <laughs> just pump the brakes, guys. Just pump the brakes. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How'd you like um, you, So. So, um, so shall we get started with the official interviewing portion of the afternoon? Sure. Yes. All right. Yeah. We have, we have so lots we of questions. Start, yeah, we want to start off by ask, just asking about the episode that just aired, um, 405, which was, what was the title? Uh, the Tinderbox. The Tinderbox, yeah. Yeah, um, and that was a big one for Jackson. We were excited to get to talk to you after that one. Um, yeah. So do you want to just talk about, a little bit about, like, um, from your perspective, from Jackson's perspective, um, about that episode, um, maybe particularly about... Jackson's relationship with Abby in that episode because it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on there. 
Yeah, I mean, they're they're first of all they're starting to try to figure out. Uh, I mean, they're in that lab in the first place to uh, figure out how she made night blood because now we know that night blood could be the solution to uh, all of our problems. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we're, we're trying to figure that out, and then all of a sudden we have a uh, hiccup where Raven all of a sudden starts uh, convulsing and looks like she has a seizure. Um, what's crazy about that is, is, uh, Jackson is a very scientific mind, right? So he doesn't necessarily believe in anything I'd say, uh, hokey mumbo jumbo. So when Raven wakes up and she's all of a sudden, um, telling us that she didn't have a seizure and she's seeing certain things, um, he can't believe that Abby is, I think, uh, allowing this information to be taken seriously because obviously, you know, she's not in her right mind. Something's obviously happened to her. We have to make sure that she's all right, um, before that happens. But uh, invariably what happens is that she ends up being right. And I don't think he can believe it. I think um, that's what causes a little bit of tension between Jackson and Abby because he's about making sure that people are healthy and safe and, and taken care of. But I think Abby, um, who now we now know is also a bit of a 2.0, sees something in Raven that, uh, that nobody else can see. So I think uh, the big point of contention is between, again, uh, science and uber science, as I like to call it, <laughs> you know. So I think that that's, yeah. that that's where the the definite conflict comes into play. Yeah. So it's almost like a like science that is beyond what what Jackson thought was even possible. It's yeah. It's, it's, you know. It's yeah. Strange. I mean, first of all, he was dumbfounded when the whole chip thing happened because he did he did studies on it and he. You realize you never think you're going to be artific- You're never going to be taken over by an artificial intelligence. You know these are things that you yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> in the world. So um, I think that's why again near the end he might be becoming a little more accepting of it, but still is dumbfounded by the whole thing. I mean it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a part of a chip from an artificial intelligence that took you over, still in your mind, and it's making your mind run faster and you smarter. Um, but also it's obviously going to cause some uh, physical problems, which I think is Jackson's main worry. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I mean, we know that you've, we, you've talked about how close Jackson is with Abby and, um, and you know, what she means to him. Like, yeah. oh, kind of like emotionally, what is it, what, you know, to you, what is it like for Jackson watching this woman who's been so important to him, um, you know, like face... Like, not only face what looks like a possibility of a serious medical problem, but then also at the beginning of the episode, you know, Abby's really, she's sort of, like, pushing to pour blood from Luna, but yeah. when Luna's not ready, you know, she's, like, she's starting to do some things that, that seem a little bit, like, it, yeah, exactly, yeah, so, so, yeah. so how, how is that affecting Jackson? Um, because she's, I mean, for the first, when the show first started, I, I said uh, Jackson was Abby's mentor. I think we're at a position now where so much has happened on the ground. And he's had to deal with so much stuff himself that they're now colleagues. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so watching her do that, he definitely has a little more of a say in it, but she is still the the uh, upperclassman. So he, he, he takes her judgment very seriously. Um, she's always been the only person I think Jackson has ever had. I mean, as a doctor on the arc, you don't have much time for a life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you're, you're taking care of people 24-7. There's not too many of you. You don't have enough supplies. Then there's a crash landing on the ground. You have to take people, take care of people who are just in a crash landing. Then there's a war. Then there's a, a mount weather explosion. Then there's reapers, grounders. You don't have much time to, um, I think, to have to yourself. So if you have one person in your life that you care of that 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 kind of molded you into the person you are and gave you a direction in your life, 
you're going to care a lot about that person, especially mm-hmm. if they have a serious, serious issue that you just saw in Raven. So I think it's yeah, affecting right. him deeply. Uh, more than he's, I think, been affected on the show to this day because Jackson really hasn't had time for a love life or anything of that sort. So um, if Abby's in trouble, you know, she becomes number one. Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna get? I mean, to, I can imagine. Are we gonna get to see a little bit more? I mean, I guess I don't want to ask you to give us anything like spoilery, but I'm I'm interested in just sort of the um, where Jackson falls on the line of sort of like the ethical questions about like how far is it legitimate to push Luna, the choices that they may end up having to make in terms of what they do with the Nightblood resources, just the sort of like the those kind of big sticky medical ethics questions are really interesting yeah. to me and just sort of, I guess I'm wondering where where Jackson might fall on that. Yeah, he's, I think that's where he's been uh, the whole show. I think it's important for him to be the moral compass of the show and take the Hippocratic Oath and um, almost embody it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, and that's why to this day he hasn't had the room for like... Uh, any extra extraneous relationships or anything like that, because it's his job to not play favorites. You know, um, yeah. if you're in love with somebody or, or, or like Abby is as close to relationship. Thank God she hasn't been in, in too much mortal coil up until now we, we might see, but uh, um, he hasn't had time for that because it's his job to make sure that everybody's safe and he can't play favorites with one specific or two specific, specific people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Morally, I think while he tries to embody that as much as possible, when you're coming at the end of the world, you kind of have to make a little bit of, um, you kind of have to bend a little. Uh, yeah, you try yeah. To bend as much as you can. And he definitely is a guy that I think now uh, make, wants to make sure that the whole is taken care of. Um, and, he, and he knows that he, there are certain times you can't just look after the one person. You have to make sure that everybody is as safe as possible um, to help the human race survive. Uh, I always say a big moment for that to show uh, his his choice was that day that he left Octavia in the Reaper Tunnels. Yeah. Um, he did that because uh, a war might have just happened. And while Octavia wants to stay, if a war just happened, he knows he is more needed than almost anybody, and he has to leave and go back there. Mm-hmm. He has to leave yeah. right away to see if everybody's okay. He can't worry about this person who's uh, who's upset and needs to stay in the Reaper Tunnels, you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, he had to go. And I think right now it's another one of those situations where he has to decide what's more important. Do I care specifically about this individual or these couple people or do I need to save the world? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're a doctor, I think, you know, it's got to be really, really hard that kind of, like, one versus the many question but it's an impossible answer i mean you, yeah you'll never have the right answer and that's what this show is about it's about making the choices that you think are right because of all the person that you are specifically mm-hmm. not not uh, some arbitrary you know idea it's like who did what does this person think is the right choice and they have to make it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i imagine if you're you know if you're jackson that is you know it's like a hard line to it's a hard line for everybody, but like if you're a doctor, it's got to be an extra hard line because you know you're sort of you're committed to saving. It's your job, you know. The, yeah, the, yeah. There's not too many showings of people with like everybody has talents on the show, but I think um, as doctors, you actually have a very specific job and a very important job. So that that has to, the integrity of that has to be maintained, um, and I think that's that's the hardest part is when. When you, when your 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 expertise is is there to actually now save the world, you have to use that expertise the best way you can. 
Because yeah. it's not just about saving a couple of people that are injured or, you know, helping people deal with a crash, whatever. Now it's like you need your mind and the things that you have learned that nobody else can do to save the world. It's kind of yeah. like the, the biggest or most extreme, like, triage job that you've ever done. Right. You know, exactly. like... <laughs> it's like the thing you've trained for your entire life. You know, you're, 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 you're running marathons your entire life to do an Ironman, you know, and all of a sudden yeah. you're, you're just, you can't get stressed. You just got to do, you have to make a choice and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. This is why yeah. Jackson's number two on Clark's list. This is like very, exactly. very yeah, important exactly. people. You know, yeah. Eric, Eric Jackson is number two. Eric <laughs> Jackson. Did you always feel like an Eric? <laughs> you know what? I had a name for him, which I can now talk about, which oh. is hilarious. My name for Jackson before was Alec. Oh. Which is so ah. Because I, I named him after Alec Guinness, who played Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got, we got to see him as a, as a young Padawan grow into <laughs> a, a, a Jedi and then be a master. You know, and I yeah. thought, I saw early on who he was, that apprentice, and I see how he's growing. And then I thought that's the perfect name for him because I, 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 love, I love watching him grow on the page. Every time yeah. I get, yeah. all of a sudden he's having a moment where now he's discussing things with Abby as opposed to just doing what she wants. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Our colleagues and she respect, they respect each other and trust each other so much. And so, yeah, it was Alec. So Eric was not a stretch for me at all. Excellent. Uh, and I, <laughs> I love, when I saw it, I, we just, I messaged a bunch of the writers and messaged me and we were all like having our little uh, geeking out moments. Being like, yeah, <laughs> Eric, his name, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love. I would, I would. kind of perfect. I feel like on, on this show, I feel like there's a little bit of a worry that, like, as soon as you get a first name, then, like, are you about to get, like, Zoe Monroe? But I was so happy. I was like, Jackson oh, survived the episode where he got his name. You just verbed Zoe Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is the question? Are you asking me if, uh, oh, if no. I think that, that's a worry? I who wasn't. Knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who knows? I, I was just, I was relieved to see that you outlived the episode where they gave you a first name. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it's a it's a justifiable worry on this show yeah <laughs> somebody wasn't calling me eric it was just like announced so like maybe if you get it said to your face that's a problem oh yeah it could be yeah yes that's true that's true you were just on a list so you're yeah. safe <laughs> and he wasn't even there yeah. i wasn't there i don't even i didn't even know my name was said <laughs> Exactly. You didn't know that you had been. Did you feel a shiver over on Silent Island like somebody, like you've been summoned? Called that in four years. Like I didn't even. Did you even like know that Clark knew your first name? You know what? Me and I, me and uh, Eliza have talked a lot. Jackson and Clark would be so close. I mean, they would be, and that's why when when they're in the same room together, it's not like a big crazy fanfare. They know each other very well. It's not mm-hmm. like uh Yeah. Like, a, hey, how are things? It's like, no, no. You, We both know we're here to do a job. Yeah. That's why I'm here. We don't have time for small talk because that's if, – if, if Jackson – if Abby was Jackson's mentor and she basically brought him up um, on the arc, I mean, Jackson and Clark ha- have such a close relationship. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, he'd be kind of almost like a big brother to her and, you know, he's probably always there when she was working with her mom in the clinic and stuff. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, yeah. they come over for dinner sometimes, you know, right yeah. here and there. I, they they definitely have a very uh, close relationship. Did it, does that mean? Do you think um, that uh, Jackson knew Wells as well? Uh, yeah, you know I, the thing is about Jackson is being a doctor on the Ark. You know everybody. 
Everybody should come and they're sick or hurt or you know their parents or whatever. It's not a big arc. You know, uh, I think he's, uh, he knows everybody um, that was there. Um, he saw a lot of them grow up. He grew up with a lot of them. Uh, they might not be the closest because, again, he doesn't have much time to um, socialize. Uh, when you when you choose that line of work on the arc, it becomes kind of your it's a calling. You know, you don't have yeah. you don't have time for anything else, which is why I don't I don't I, I used to say he was a sad guy. And I don't think necessarily think sad is the right word. I think he's a focused guy who just knows he has to put other people before himself. So he doesn't get to put himself first almost ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the only first time he might have done that was to take the chip. Uh, and that was just so he could do his job better because he saw Raven and Jaha were, were, were taking these and he respects those two people. So he says, Hey, if these two people are taking it and their pain is going away and it's doing a lovely thing for them, I can do my job better. If I have more energy and I'm happier, I'm going to take this thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that might've been the first time he actually did something for himself. It didn't end up very well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we're going to ask you, uh, that actually segues nicely to a question that we wanted to ask about, um, about like acting as a craft. And so we're just really curious, like how, how was, uh, preparing to play chipped Jackson different from preparing to play Jackson? Like how did you approach kind of figuring out who Jackson would be when he was, you know, with Allie in the city of light? Which is great because uh, I always, uh, with Jackson, because he was a kind of, um, like I said, he's a morose kind of guy. He's very focused. I, I There's definitely a lot of times in my life I've thought, what is Jackson's happiest? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what does he hope? What would he hope for himself if he wasn't, didn't have to be a doctor? If, he, if that wasn't his calling, if he got 100% free time, if there's, say, one year there's 100 doctors now and he has time to do things for himself. And that's who I played. Interesting. Oh, okay. That, cool. I decided to play that guy, and Abby's so close to him, and he wants, and he knows she's as stressed as he is, and that's why he wanted her when he was on the chip to take the chip because he's like, "Look, you've done so much for me. I want to do this for you. I want you to be as happy as I feel right now because you deserve it because we worked so hard." Yeah. Yeah. So that that is that is who he uh, was. He was he wasn't. Uh, he was just finally he 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 just looked the weight of the world just came off of his shoulders. Yeah. Because if you look, I always want Jackson to look like he's carrying way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like he does. I feel like he just cares so much about everybody. He's such an empath by nature. Uh, yeah. Just wanted him to actually be able to sit down and learn how to play the guitar one day. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where he was. That's where he was mentally. He was a guy who could who would sit down, play the guitar, and sit by an oasis and just chill. Yeah, because you know it's. A- Interesting, because we were talking about, um, we, were, we were doing our podcast for um, the previous episode, um, you know, we were talking about Raven, we were, we were, uh, we were t- noticing, you know, just like all these little moments, like when Raven's getting off the boat, when she, you know, she needs help, it's like, it's always Jackson right there. You know, he's like so tuned in to um, yeah. the fact that she needs help, you know, like checking in with her, like he's just like, so it's very clear that Jackson's just constantly kind of looking around going like, who needs help? Who needs assistance? Yeah. You know, like yeah. who's who's kind of like, he's, he's never sort of like can turn can't off help. that concern. Yeah, he can't help himself. And I think, honestly, I just recently read a fan fiction that somebody wrote that was so close to what I yeah. had for. It was unbelievable. I don't know if you guys read that. <laughs> I do, yeah, she's I amazing. Did, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, 
It, the only, it was just because it was so close to what uh, I had written. I felt like the reason that Jackson had to be so caring for people is because he saw his mom uh, dying over the course of a while, and he couldn't save her. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And he lost his dad before that, and it was his job to take care of her. And he just wants, he wants nobody to have to go through what he went through. So now he's just so in tune with kind of people, and he was so aware of when she was having a bad day or whatever that he's become kind of like a, I, I call him an empath. He yeah. just looks at somebody and mm-hmm. knows something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he knows he wants to make sure everybody's as okay as possible in this crazy, crazy, painful world that we have to live in. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he does whatever he can, yeah. And it's kind of cool to have him be like an empath like that, you know, because he is so scientifically minded and we tend to think of people who are sort of like sciencey as being less sort of emotional, but he, he, you know, he kind of combines those two sides and it's really nice. Totally. And initially, uh, when they said there weren't too many doctors on the arc, I thought, okay, so then what am I a doctor of? Mm-hmm. And then I thought I'm a doctor of everything. So yeah. if, if there's, uh, there's no psychiatrist on the arc, he might be one too. You know, we yeah. never talked about it, but there's, when people are in there and they're in pain and they don't know what to do, not only does he have to take care of them physically, he has to take care of them emotionally, you know, like, yeah, as, yeah. When Abby was upset about Clark, you know, he has to be there for her when he's, that's just, that's just the guy he is. And I think it really makes me love him. I, I yeah. love, the, love the guy that he is and I love the guy that he wants to be and and the guy he tries to be every day. I think uh, he, Jackson is like a guy that I admire. So it's so much fun to play him because uh, he never thinks about himself. So when I'm looking at other people in a scene, I'm just thinking about what they're saying and why they're saying it and what I can do to help. Aw, yay, Jackson. This makes me so yeah. emotional. Nope. I love Jackson so much. Her <laughs> outbursts he has were in this episode, like when Raven got up and she just had a seizure and mm. Abby was actually indulging her. Mm. Uh, first time I think I've ever snapped at Abby when I said she just had a seizure. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't, can't do this because she yeah. needs to sit down right now. Don't indulge this um, because I obviously didn't know about the 2.0 yet or not. <laughs> right, right. What Abby and Raven were we're going through so uh yeah i think that upsets him the most um when he knows how to help somebody and people aren't listening to him yeah 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 something else i was thinking about that was um that i'm really i'm really liking in the storyline that i was thinking probably was really fun for for you and and for Paige and Lindsay to get to play is like getting to play around with all of Becca's technology like what it's like for Jackson yeah. to be like to be in the lab like like how Man. how that feels for him like I'm so for, for you guys kind of like as actors but also just like for Jackson as a character like this whole new set and this whole new world um that you guys get kind of tossed into is is really fun to watch it yeah, I'm I'm like a I'm a, I'm a dork you know I yeah, like yeah. I like, <laughs> I like my sci-fi heart. So when I walked into that set this season, uh, I think uh, I'm, I, my friends and everybody know that I talk a lot. I was silent. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I'm in church. I, 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 that's what I said. I, I'm, I'm home. Yeah. I was meant to be. I always said I missed the arc so much because I loved that arc. I loved walking around feeling like I was on a ship in space. Yeah. This was just Oh my god, I lost it. And in those moments when you see the rocket opening, my yeah. face is just real. I'm not even acting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I mean, that the, was it was like it's a gorgeous set and that scene was just like Oh, the like, set it, gave it, me chills. It, it, yeah. It's huge. It's beautiful and it's it's it, you don't have to like I always say when you're outside and it's like a rainy crappy rainy and crappy outside, you don't have to act because it's just you don't it, it's on your face. Right. Yeah. When you're <laughs> 
you're at place doing sciencey nerdy stuff, you don't have to do anything except just say what you're supposed to say because it's like where I think it does everything for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but all the stops are oh, men. Oh, set deck. <laughs> also, shout out to Paige and uh, uh, Lindsay. That episode, watching them work. That that whole episode was. They were. It was amazing to watch. They're oh just my god! Yeah. Fast. No, they were yeah. amazing. They're so good. Yeah. Um, and it, they've got to be awesome to work with, I'm sure. But yeah, oh man, they're, they're my best friends. Um, I got, I got, we all got very. Uh, when we were on that boat together, we were looking around. We're like, this is heaven. Just bowing. We we send them all messages. We're like, because me, Jared, and Richard are, are best friends, as everybody knows, according to our social media, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're together, and then uh, Lindsay, me and Paige are best friends. Lindsay's obviously, our, honestly, everybody on that boat is best friends. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to. Uh, me and Louise are going for a convention in London uh, next month. Um, it's just, just, it's uh, that was such a pleasure. I think that was a little bit of uh, the writers being like. All right, we like this group. They like each other. Let's do. This. I was gonna say. Like, I was you wondering. Guys yeah. Got the like, you you won the lottery in terms of like film locations. Yeah. <laughs> and that Adventure Squad is it's Jackson's first Adventure Squad, and it's unbelievable. I couldn't have asked for a better one. That was one of the things that was really exciting when the trailer came out in in December, and we saw that that Jackson was on that boat with Abby, and I remember being so hyped that like Jackson gets to go on an away mission because we hadn't ever really seen that before. Um, no, poor guy. First day he leaves the house, he gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> so true. No, but he seems he to be fine that. the next day, so yeah. okay. Yeah. No, like, because it ended up being just a flesh wound, thank God. Uh, but okay, the, yeah, yeah. First time you, leave, you get shot, and you're thinking it's the end of the world. You know, plus you're getting fired at, the adrenaline is going, you're just like, this is insanity. Yeah. I, He's I like, screw be, this away mission. Yeah. Home. <laughs> let me get to my lab and let me just sit in here for a while. I'm good. <laughs> It is one of the things that's really fun about that group, though, is getting to see Jackson interact with um, with different characters that we haven't ever really seen him have scenes before. Yeah. You know, like that was something that was really because it brings out new new shades and new sides of a character when you sort of throw him in. You know, like and with an ensemble like this, you can kind of like shuffle the deck and pair up two people that have never had a scene together really before, totally. and then you bring out all this cool new stuff. So like, it's really fun seeing like Jackson and Murphy. Like, what what a great combination! <laughs> yeah, yeah, what a crazy dynamic. Like Miller saving Jackson's life, trying to yeah. save Jackson's life. No yeah, longer. yeah. And it's it's fun to again uh, play with Lindsay again because um, as I we we were there season one together. You know, at the beginning mm-hmm. when she first showed up, mm-hmm. when Abby and um, a raven are trying to get raven down to earth and then we haven't seen them since you know i haven't seen yeah. them since it's cool to have those new ones and then the relationships uh rekindled that with with people that you haven't seen and then you know hanging out with friends and even talking to uh imori you know you'd never yeah. think jack imori would ever talk but i feel you like know? they would have a lot of cool stuff to talk about you know just like i think he would want to know everything about her oh, and, yeah. and yeah. her life she's been through uh and 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 just the perils of uh, everything because he's a he's a learner by nature um so that was cool because louisa is uh the dopest um <laughs> but i think yeah we got super lucky on that adventure squad uh, i've never been happier than when i got that script <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys definitely like you 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 got the good end of the stick yeah <laughs> yeah and it was great. on the last uh on that day when we drove in on the boat the last shot of us was actually Paige talking to yeah, um, Abby talking to Kane on the radio. Uh-huh. So at the 
day, sunset's happening, we're, we're driving in, and, and we're just rolling around on this boat on this beautiful, beautiful lake, uh, and it was the greatest end of the day. I'm pretty sure we're all holding hands and singing. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was a great day for sure. <laughs> I'm, I think that Kim Shumway posted, uh, she posted a whole bunch of set pictures yeah, she from did. that. Yeah. yeah there, but there wasn't there one of like you and Richard like making out? Yeah. No, we were eating the same food. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there, there's a piece of pizza, I think, or something in between both our mouths. Ah, uh, just... okay. It was like a Lady in the Tramp situation. Yeah. I see. Okay. All right. I'm Richard and Jim just now. We were regaling over those set pictures. We were. We, me and Richard are like we have a massive bromance too. Me, Jared, and Richard, I would say, have a throwmance. Aww. <laughs> and Bob, too. Actually, I'm going to throw Bob in there, too. And um, when us are together... Quomance? <laughs> we're together, it just gets weird, and you get some strange pictures, and things are going to happen. Kim was just uh, taking a lot those days, so we made sure she had enough material. <laughs> <laughs> it's always yeah, really fun to, like, wait. get a slice of, like, all the stuff that happens, like, what you guys do between takes and, like on set like it just it's always really fun to sort of get that little snippet into like just kind of like what's your you know what's your day like as a working actor in between the stuff that we see Hmm. we are we are so blessed and we are so lucky i don't know what they were doing in the casting room and how they knew we'd all get along so well i don't understand it because i don't i don't think it happened i've been on other shows and stuff where people are close but we are legit uh, a tight-knit close family on we all we do is hang out on weekends um, all the time, like they're at my place every day. I, there's no way to explain how much of a family uh, we all are. It's just we are when, like right now. A lot of them are. I'm in Vancouver still. Uh, a lot of them are in LA and stuff. I'm just. I feel like I'm walking around without my pants on. You know, oh, I yeah. just, <laughs> crazy. So those are my friends uh, for life. We just got. We've been just blessed uh, that we can have that much fun while on a show that's uh, this heavy. Because I think it really helps. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just kind of like break break the tension, you know, like so you can like get a little boost of energy in between these tough scenes. Like it's got to be really, really nice. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's amazing. I mean, we do some really heavy stuff, and I think it's really important to decompress because I think early on in the couple seasons, we kind of all when we we were all close, but we weren't as close, and we all kind of just came in really wanting to perform. And you can take that stuff home, you know. You, yeah, you, yeah. Wow. It happens. Uh, I don't want to sound actory and stuff, but you don't even realize it's happening. And I think it's important that now uh, that you have to be able to decompress. You know, you know your job, you know your characters, you know what you're supposed to do, um, and you just have to make sure in between that you are all keeping each other mentally and safe, mentally safe. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that makes sense because, like, especially as things, you know, as characters have to do kind of more and more disturbing things, you know, like that can sort of creep into your, you have to like be in that mindset. And I, I imagine right. that can really like take a toll on you after day yeah. in and day out. Everybody, yeah. Everybody wants to make sure that uh, everybody's as real as possible. So we do mm-hmm. uh, focus a lot on making sure that we are in those places to get as heavy and, and deep as we need to when we do. Um, because again, the, the, the show only works when we are uh, allowing the levity to be as real as possible. Yeah, yeah. But again, yeah, it's just um, again, we're just blessed to have the family that we have, and like when we go when we go uh, overseas and stuff like that together, it's just uh, a weekend of complete and utter fun, and <laughs> yeah, uh, just fantastic. Can you um, can you talk a little bit about um, about kind of what that looks like? Your sort of like your your process for how you. 
um, how you move from being such an into becoming Jackson, like when you're on set, like what's your sort of like, what's your, what's your work as an actor when you sort of get into that mindset? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, what's great about uh, being now in a fourth season is that, um, you know, your character very well, Yeah, you know, what he, what he wants, what he wants from the world and what he wants from other people and what he care and who he cares about, etc. and what's going to hurt him. Um, so when you get a new script, it's kind of like, okay, 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 I, I can, I, this makes sense. I can do this. You know, this is Jackson. Why, why would he, okay, this is great. Um, and he kind of, for Jackson specifically, he kind of allows me to play a different part of my personality. Like a lot of people know I'm a very loud, I mean, you guys saw at that, uh, <laughs> I'm a loud, big person. I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I make puns. I'm a nerd. You know, mm-hmm. these are things. But Jackson allows me to be a more quiet version of myself mm-hmm. that is, uh, uh, I think more um, introspective, mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, yeah, just I, I guess uh, I don't necessarily know how to explain uh, what the process is for him anymore. Besides the fact that I have to make sure that uh, he is get his his job is to make sure that the person across from him understands everything that he's saying because it's very important mm-hmm. because he's obviously he's giving a lot of information to these people that uh, um, could potentially save the world. So mm-hmm. as opposed to living in a more of a, he doesn't live in a very emotional place. He lives in a very mental place wherein you just need to know what I'm saying right now and you need to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and that seems like also a very like outwardly directed sort of place, you know, where he's always kind of like. He's always you know, about, he's about in, everyone he's not else. Like in his, yeah, he's like not in his own head. He's kind of like. Mental, but sort of like focused outward, if that makes sense. Yeah, because like. he's yeah. a smart, smart guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, and he understands his brain, right? So he knows what's going yeah. on, but right. obviously yeah. make sure the person across the room who might not know, who might not understand his brain, understands what he's <laughs> Right? Because he, he's had so much training and, and he's got so much knowledge behind him that uh, the people might not understand what he's getting at if he doesn't be as eloquent as possible. <laughs> right. Um, and also <laughs> empathetically make sure that they're not uh, hurt by what he's saying. Yeah. 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 So you have to sort of like evaluate like what's the best way to communicate with this particular person that I need to communicate with. Yeah. And I think yeah. you learn that from Abby as well because she's a she's amazing at it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's you know she's beautifully empathetic with people when she talks to them. Like you just saw that when she just talked to Raven and telling her what's wrong with her. Um, she's beautiful with that. So I think he just tries to learn as much as he can from her because I think she's Jackson thinks she's the perfect doctor. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Did you, um, uh, for the, for the characters, I think, I'm thinking particularly after this episode about, um, characters like Abby and Jackson and Raven, um, what's the, what's the kind of, I guess, um, work you do with the, with the writers or when you get the script with like the really, the, when you sort of take the really deep dives into the tech stuff, like the medical jargon, the science jargon, um, how, I guess, how do, how do you guys as actors work with that just to sort of make that feel, um, effortless and do you, like, do you do research on your own? Do you and Paige talk about like how, what is that as an actor, I guess, what has that sort of like page to screen kind of moment work? Yeah, I think I think the best best way to explain it is I have to make sure that you guys understand it. Right. Um, ah, so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, so I'm explaining um, to the person across from me, and in that vein, makes me explain it to the audience. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. as long as I and they do such a good job of making sure that everything makes sense. I mean, I I yeah. do my research well when I get a script, 
and invariably it ends up always making sense. And I don't think I've ever had to be like, hey, guys, we have to change this or I don't know if this works um, because they, they especially when it comes to all the uh, technical stuff and, and medical um, information, they uh, are on point. I, I think that they must go really into depth in making sure because somebody, somebody on Twitter or somebody is going to be like, hey, that's not real. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> so they have to do, they have to do, I think their due diligence, which makes my job so much easier because if it makes sense. It makes sense to me. And, uh, um, I myself, uh, have a psychology major, so I kind of understand that stuff, um, very well, uh, yeah. by, by trade. I think it just kind of comes in my brain a lot easier. So, mm-hmm. um, I really like explaining stuff and I like talking. So that, that, that's <laughs> casting because I just, I like to talk and I like to explain things to people. <laughs> so you're a tech cast in a way is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the best way. And, uh, but I cast in the, in, in the uh, greatest way you can be where it might be. And I get to do, uh, get to have actual uh, meaningful interactions with people. <laughs> on TV, you play doctors or, or technical guys, which I have a lot, and you just are a talking head, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But but Jackson to me is so much more than that, and I love oh, how yeah. he's explaining his technical jargon. He gets to feel while he's doing it, you know. It's it's fantastic. Um, we were we were also going to ask you uh, to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a working actor in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you've been, you've been at this for a while and, um, and you're Vancouver based and, um, in season one, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, but you were, uh, I don't know what like your contract status was, but, um, if you could just sort of talk a little bit about like, what's it like for you as a sort of Vancouver actor coming, you know, getting the show and, um, versus like the audition process for other shows and things like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think if you're Canadian, I think it's the best place to, uh, start out and be, uh, especially right now, it's such a brimming metropolis up here because, uh, so much is actually being filmed up here that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much of a different difference it is between, uh, LA and Vancouver. I mean, LA is obviously the Mecca, you know, it's a place you, you, you go and you, you, you do the actor thing, but Vancouver is definitely a, uh, a huge Bible market. I've had no problems working just because, uh, I'm in Vancouver because there is so much uh, material here. Yeah. With the show, uh, I I just, I don't know, I auditioned, uh, and then I got called in for a callback with all the producers and directors and everybody, auditioned again, and then I got it, you know? It wasn't, um, it was it was funny how it's not, it wasn't a, a crazy long process for anything like that, it just was. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, all right, this is the guy, let's move from here, and um, I think me and Paige had, for some reason, had an immediate kind of connection from day one. The first scene we ever filmed was me walking to her, walking her to being floated, you know, and there was something about me and her. We just looked each other in the eyes for um, like 30 seconds and we both said, yep. And we were there. Ah, that's awesome. uh, Jackson's uh, longevity that they have, um, they had such a relationship and they're like, okay, we can build on this because the two doctors have, there was an emotional relationship besides just an apprentice and a doctor there, there is a friendship there, and there's a, a love and a caring there that uh, we can build on. Um, in terms of Vancouver, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much filmed up here. Uh, we, we audition like crazy. It's crazy busy. Um, uh, I'm a big Vancouver fan. Uh, I think I uh, I think all my friends now are, like, in L.A. and stuff, so maybe I might be uh, 
trek in there eventually because I miss them too much, but Vancouver <laughs> 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 has been great. Are you working on anything else right now that you can talk about, either coming up like in the hiatus, like long-term future projects? Are you sort of... Yeah, yeah. Some, some things are, uh, some things might be popping here. Uh, when you guys know, uh, you will know probably like five minutes after I know because it's more <laughs> <laughs> I'll tweet about it, etc. But uh, there's definitely some, uh, some talks going on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, um... I'll let you know when I hear the good news. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're gonna shift over to uh, we have some some questions from Twitter, cool. and then we have we have just some like fun silly stuff that we want to <laughs> ask you just for kicks. Um, so our first question from Twitter comes from uh, our friend Meg, and her question is Abby. <laughs> <laughs> it is the question, the question of all questions. <laughs> it's you know okay because. Jackson says Abby a lot, and, uh, but there's a reason for that, and I think the writers are so, so smart about that because, I mean, okay, it, again, like we have one of the only really specific jobs in the show, right? And doctors are very precise, and specificity is so important. So when they're working, doctors use their, each other's names to be as specific as possible. So whether they're in surgery or working in a lab, they intentionally use each other's names to keep that sense of professionalism because if you notice, Abby says Jackson's name a lot too when she's referring to him. And I think it's just to maintain the integrity of their jobs. You know, mm -hmm. Jackson, we have to, like, doctor, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, it's, I think it's so cool in a show that isn't a medical drama to have the writers care so much about making sure the doctors are as real as possible because it's such a an important, legitimate job, you know? Mm -hmm. And not only do you get to see them talking to each other as friends, you get to see their professional relationship as well. So you're getting us be like, okay, listen to me right now because I'm saying your name. It's important that yeah. you hear what I'm about to say. I'm not yeah. just speaking. Um, That's so cool. I had no idea. That's really awesome. Yeah. And the coolest thing in the world to have to, uh, as an actor, to have to make them different, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, it's my favorite thing. I'm like, if it's in the script, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to make it different than four seasons of Abby's. <laughs> <laughs> now I really, really want someone to do, like, the YouTube super cut yeah, of yeah, every yeah. single time that Jackson oh, said Abby. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I just think, uh, I think, it's, I think it's so smart to have that realism in there, you know? Yeah, then, yeah. You go to a lab, and they're like, oh, Charles, uh, Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn, we need this, Charles. <laughs> no, it's, it's very important. Um, one question. That is, like, such a question. Cool <laughs> One question we got from a bunch of different people was, um, is there a character on the show that you wish, either either you, like, just Sachin personally, or for Jackson, that you wish that he got to interact with more? Like, who who would you like to have scenes with more that you haven't had yet? Bellamy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that for sure. I love, I, I want to work with Bob. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I love Bobby, and I we've been talking about it for a while. I would love to we had this one thing once where um, uh, I showed up in a medical lab and then he walked up to me and he, for no reason in the scene, just because he's like, we need to redirect. And, then it <laughs> and I think they added an ADR, like, Jackson, what are you doing here? You know? <laughs> so it's the only interaction I've ever had. But Bob's like, he's like, I need to move here because I have to get away from this situation that's happening. So he's like, I'm going to go to Jackson. <laughs> it was perfect. And then later on, it's like, Jackson, what are you doing here? <laughs> Yeah. That was a really good Bellamy voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're on the ground now. <laughs> that was actually Virgin Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
focusing on Keanu voice. That's really good. Very, very, very close. I, yeah, I just want to interact with Bellamy in the show so Jackson can show him his Bellamy impression. Yes, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have like a web series where it's just like Jackson doing that. <laughs> That's the worst funny cop comedy I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Everybody and Bellamy started. like in the rover driving around Polis solving crimes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Dr. and Blake. <laughs> yes, Doctor and Blake, and he's he's like the you know the from the hip you know like bad boy detective, and you're the by the book medical examiner. Exactly, oh and you God. have a will there, won't they romance? So it'd be great. I would absolutely <laughs> watch this show. Oh my God, I'm writing it right now. Excellent. <laughs> I expect you next year at Unity Days to have a skit put together of that for us. Oh, <laughs> happen. <laughs> you get me, up, me and Bob on a panel together and it ends up just breaking down into complete disarray so I mean it's gonna happen <laughs> excellent I'm a fan of disarray <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have another question from Jen and yeah. first of all she wanted to say hi from the girls at SDI such and Sahel on Tumblr <laughs> um, so and uh and, and she loves you. They love you over at FBI Such and Sahel. Um, I love that too. <laughs> uh, also, are there any Jackson lines or scenes that have gotten filmed that got cut that you wish would have stayed in the final edit? I don't think so. I think a lot of what Jackson says ends up staying, to yeah. be honest. A lot of it ends up being kind of important, you know? Yeah, he has uh, a lot of, like, sort of plot important stuff. To yeah, I, I think... Um, I can't remember. I'm sure some... Some here and there have gotten cut, um, but they're probably like small uh, little things here and there. Uh, just quick, you know, like lines in here, like if somebody's talking, he goes, but why is that? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any, any of his uh, large scenes have been uh, cut. Yeah. There was, somebody was on Twitter was asking, there was like a picture from somewhere of you sitting in the rover with Ricky Whittle, and they were wondering if that was a cut scene with, uh, Lincoln. with Lincoln from yeah. last season or if it was just oh, that's like only, you and Ricky only one scene. I don't know if I did anything in that scene I think I was just, that's where we were heading to Mount Weather ah okay, uh, that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah um, I don't know, yeah, there wasn't uh, it was a pretty, pretty short scene there wasn't much in it at all so I think, yeah, uh, yeah that was just us when we were traveling there uh, after uh, we saved Nyko that's right, yeah, yeah okay, okay. that makes sense uh, okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Nyko R.I.P. Nyko. Uh, and R.I.P. Lincoln. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. everybody. Pour one out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that, that, Nyko, uh, that Nyko one hit me. I love Ty. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That was that hit me so much harder than I expected it to. Like, you I know, didn't know I had that many feelings about Nyko so, until that happened. It was very you emotional. Just, you, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. That's right. That's right. R.I.P. Nyko. Well, and one of the things I loved about Nyko that I thought was so cool to have him along for the ride in the storyline, even if it was just for one episode, is that, like, you know, the interesting little parallels that it draws between his role with Tree Crew and Jackson and Abby's role with Sky Crew, like, that yeah. they're sort of colleagues in a way that we don't really get to see people crossing that cultural divide a lot, you know, but oh. it's like, but he does the same job, and I just loved that little symmetry. Hmm. Me too. There's so much respect there, um, and we were so aware of it from day one. It was something we didn't even have to talk about um, or or worry about playing because it was already kind of there. We just knew, you know, when as soon as uh, we played those a scene where he brought um, people in to be saved, we we know why he's doing it because yeah. we have expertise that they might not have, or even just different than what 
they have. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, um, I think that's so cool when you have two completely different factions, but uh, people that care about the very, the same thing. So at the end of the day, you're just people trying to help people. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of really see that like sort of mutual respect and sort of sense yeah. of like, where we both just want to like help people and ease pain and save their lives. And like, I want to know what you know, and you want to know what I know. And you know, so yeah. like, that was really lovely. Yeah, I'm sure there were plenty of times where they sat down and talked about, you know, certain healing plants there might be on the ground or, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Except, you know, that uh, hopefully we could um, eventually sit down and talk about, but uh, R.I.P. Nigo. That, that was the storyline I was, I was always, I was hoping we what, would... a, what a fitting, what a fitting way to go, you know, saving, saving uh, Luna saving like Luna. that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's perfect. And, you know, it was, it was that thing you were talking about before where it's like, you know, I think Nigo saw himself as a healer, you know, as a, as a kind of like his job was to, to keep people alive. And he understood in that moment that the way that he could do that was to save Luna, you know, who was yeah. going to save everyone. Mm-hmm. And he was willing to make that sacrifice. And it was just like so perfect for that character. You said it, you said it perfectly. He had to save her for everything. Yeah. That's yeah. what, that's what you would do in that. If you're an empath like that, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> uh, love him. Um, so next question um, from actually speaking of RIP characters that we loved. Um, so a question we got from from MJ that actually tied into something that I remembered you told us at Unity Days that was a, I thought was a cool story was um, she was asking about sort of where if ever there's room um, for you guys to kind of ad lib and improvise on set. And I remember you were telling us that in the final scene uh, or in the finale of season three that you and Paige did a take where you went over to kind of like actually try and, and resuscitate Pike after Octavia stabbed him, which I wish I didn't get left in. But like, so is there, is there room to kind of play around with that stuff sort of on the regular or, um, we we honestly, the, we, the, the writers are so uh, good at making sure the show is exactly what it said. And there's not much you should add to it, to be honest, because everything is so important. Um, that you, if you said something else, that might uh, ruin something that they're planning for later. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's up to stay within the bounds. And that uh, that that scene with Mike Beach was just if somebody doesn't yell "cut," you know, the actors uh-huh. will continue to act and try to figure out something to do. So um, <laughs> saw Abby go down to Pike, and I just ran over there because it's the first thing Jackson would do if Abby's trying to help somebody. Yeah, she would do it as well. Um, but in terms of like ad libbing or adding too much, I mean, I think the person that would have the most free reign to do that might be Jasper. Um, yeah, yeah, because he's it, like a little bit more like comic relief type. You know, Lucy role sometimes kind of does his thing. I I don't know how I know uh, Devin does from time to time because he's freaking hilarious. Um, but yeah, for the rest of us, I don't think um, I don't think I don't think Jackson should too much to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's fair. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing I think I've uh, ever ad libbed was actually in Abby. Um, <laughs> that feels talk, right. <laughs> and I even talked to him about it beforehand when Abby actually comes to save Jackson um, from the drone. Oh, um, oh, yeah. I wanted to. I was like, I want to say Abby here. Aww. I want to do something because uh, she. I have to like in a way that I was trying to tell her not to do it, but I was too weak to even kind of have it out. Yeah. So I asked uh, uh, asked if I could, you know, pop it in there. And they're like, "Oh yeah, for sure. Let's let's do that for sure." Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you did because yeah. that was a really lovely moment. Uh, it was, she was uh, just honestly seeing Tiny Page up there waving at a drone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I know. No. Barely, barely bigger than the bullet that it's gonna shoot at her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Tiny Turco, we call her. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. There was a um there was a really hilarious post that was going around Tumblr that was like um like sort of picture like screen caps spliced in side by side that was like um like Kane telling Abby like you stay safe and then like next shot is her like leaping in front of a drone and then she's like you stay safe too and then the next shot is Kane getting his like head in a bag and dragged off by Ron and it's like <laughs> these two idiots <laughs> Yeah, stay safe. Yeah, it's like, like it's like the horror movies. I'll be right back. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like never say that. Never say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, how about you stay in your room? That's right, it. Just right. Don't leave yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap you in bubble wrap and lock you in your room. That's yeah. where you stay. Exactly. <laughs> well, little no, we know that the butter bu- bubble wrap is irradiated and it's yeah. <laughs> we get to the the silly stuff um is there a particular scene of jackson's that you that is nearest and dearest to your oh that's a good question um i really like i i do really like the scene um where uh he is chipped and he's trying to get abby to take the chip um because because barring all the crap that's happening and all the terrible stuff that's happening behind it, it's still at the base, him wanting his friend to be so happy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. That, it was a kind of a cool thing to play because I didn't have to worry about any of the bad stuff that was actually happening in the scene. I'm like, no, I just want you to be happy as happy mm-hmm. as I feel right now. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it even shows him at his base, at his base level. All he cares about is making sure that everybody else is okay. That's really interesting, you know, and then you have, like, Lindsay standing next to you, yeah, you know, little, like, covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, you know, I think, yeah, it just, it just, I love that it showed still that even, even when, even when he's not in his right mind, he is in his right mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. And I think it yeah. makes it makes the scary stuff even more chilling because the emotion feels so sincere. Like you, you know, when he's when he's smiling and he's like inviting her to come and join him, and like the contrast of that with like what the audience is seeing, it's like it's very, it's very, it was it was really it was very haunting seeing. It was very, I think, raw and sincere of just there was yeah. nothing else behind what he wanted her to do. Yeah. 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 So, there was there was so it was so just laced with one like one very very um haunting layer yeah you know yeah yeah it's cool to play because you're not trying to you don't have to add anything to it it's just no i just want you to be happy yeah that's mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and and a cool i think um just as actors i think probably it must have been really fun for everyone to get to play like this completely new different side of yourself yeah, it was very cool. It was, it, it was, and, and the writers were so cool about it. They were like, how do you think he would play it? How do you think these, how do you think they would be? You know, so no, there wasn't like a template of how to play a chip because. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That Interesting. Would, like, yeah. That, that would make it very stoic and stale. Right. And so there, there was almost uh, just like, look, they're on the chip now. Play it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Did, did you guys... I kind of tell you, like, here's what the chip does. Now you need to figure out how that would manifest in your character. Uh, and and the, exactly. And the first scene where uh, 
he actually comes up and tells her uh, before she knows that she's on the chip and he's talking to her. Yeah. Uh, um, I actually, uh, that day I found out he was on the chip. So that's the first time I got to play um, kind of a different version of him that felt mm-hmm. strange. And I did it and I'm like, this feels weird. And I'm like, I think that's perfect. Yeah. 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 No, it's perfect. It should like, feel like, it should like, feel like he's, he's not himself, but he is himself. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Jackson, but slightly off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But thinks he thinks he's perfect you know it's like right it's like some it's like somebody on on drugs almost you know they think they're fine but they're just (laughs) they're off and uh they don't think they are and it's cool (laughs) in that scene because it's so it's so subtle that like i guess for for me watching it like i didn't it wasn't it wasn't enough in that moment to to telegraph to the audience oh something's wrong with jackson but then when you go back and watch it again once you know you can see those little like oh something something feels like sort of not quite out of balance but it wasn't in a big sort of blaring like neon light like jackson's on the chip he's acting crazy you know which is um she's like sort of just enough to be like you know, oh, this could be what it looks like on the surface. And then later when the reveal happens and you go back and watch it and you're like, oh, he is like, he is more serene. He is, he, there is a different sort of energy about him and you can see it. So I, yeah, I like, I like that scene a lot. Jackson. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was the exact note that we got was that, not that we got that we were talking about that day. We're like, we want to see it, but not see it at all. Yeah. 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 Did you guys do the, do the act the other actors like the those of you in the cast who played shipped versions of yourselves like did you guys talk about that with each other or did everyone kind of have their own sort of like internal process like did you and Paige or Lindsay or Isaiah or everyone you know kind of like like talk about how you were all doing it together or was it just sort of like a very individual kind of thing? A hundred percent, we all talked about it. Um, we all we all discussing like, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> we're split up too so we don't get to see what the other right. person is doing or yeah, yeah. playing it um, uh, I got to see uh, um, Isaiah do it but that was actually after that scene so that doesn't didn't really help but uh, he was I think what he was playing initially he was the first one on the chip right, right. so I think yeah. we took an extension of what he was doing which was haunting and uh, <laughs> like painful to watch yeah <laughs> he said he said one line once uh when he remember that line where he said i say this all the time but when he couldn't remember wells yeah oh yes yes yeah we were in rehearsal and he just said wells and looked up and like a shiver went down everybody's spine yeah. so, yeah. so i think yeah. maybe since he was the first one kind of on it we um kind of went saw that template and then we were like okay how do how do i make this right for my character uh-huh. what is it doing for me and then also the great thing about it is jackson yeah. he got explained what it did to your body about serotonin and dopamine levels mm-hmm. so that helped in my my scientific mind because i just yeah what does serotonin and dopamine do to a person right right and if elevated levels of it what does it make a person feel mm-hmm. um right right and actually ian loves to talk about uh stuff on set all the time he likes to talk about things are doing how are you playing that what are you playing why are we doing this what's, what's going on uh, always a director so like uh, uh, yeah he was he was down to talk about it a lot so that it, it all helps you know but at the end of the day you got to make what's right for uh Jax, yeah i guess yeah yeah um that actually it's a good transition to our silly questions so one of our questions uh that somebody wanted to know um someone on Twitter name Grace would like to know what Ian's hair feels like. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's like it's 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 
like um, it's a light rain happening <laughs> in the middle of July. You're running outside uh, about to go on a slip and slide for the, your first time. Wow. That's some pretty great hair. That's the that I feel when it's happening. You just it, it, you glide through it as if it's nothing and everything all at once. <laughs> so do you like, is, is it like a ritual before you start a scene with Ian, everybody rubs his head so that they can sort of like have that cleansing experience? It's a ritual the first time I try to, if I, the first time I see him before I do anything that I rub his hair. If I'm about to eat, I'm about to Breathing, you know, I, it, it'll make your day a hundred times better, whatever you want to do. Is that how he achieves his, like, perfectly mussy, sort of, like, like meticulously messed up sort of look as everyone's just, like, rubbing his head all the time? It does what it wants to do. It's its own entity. I think there are two people and his hair. I need to come up with a support. He does, like, when he when he does a hair flick, I, I swear to you, music happens. <laughs> There's a band, and some people are dancing in sync behind him, and it's just... And then it stops immediately when he stops. But the band... I'm imagining, like, a flamenco guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like... it, it might be a flamenco guitar with, like, a violin. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy from Star Wars playing his nose. That blue guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. From the cantina? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... Those are the three things playing. <laughs> Interesting band. What a, what a vivid <laughs> you know, word picture you've painted. Never seen, heard, or felt before. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the perfect wow. answer. <laughs> Honestly, the perfect hair deserves the perfect answer. It truly really does. I think, you know, we don't really talk enough about the fact that there is some truly fantastic hair in this cast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, come on. Like there is some amazing hair in, in this show. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Chris Larkin. <laughs> yes, he is. Incredible oh, hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, Bob, Bob Morley's Bob, hair. Bob, I was thinking, yeah, Bob's got great hair. Eric's got great hair. Have you guys seen Jeremy? Oh. oh. Yes, his beard is amazing. Mm-hmm. He had that oh. unity days. It was great. Just sexier every day. Yeah. <laughs> Paige uh, has incredible hair. Paige's always. hair is Paige, amazing. Paige, yeah. is, Paige and Lindsay have the best ponytails I've ever seen. I'm mm-hmm. a ponytail guy, and acting with them is the easiest because their ponytails <laughs> are so phenomenal. My husband used to, my, I watched, uh, I binged the first two seasons with my husband, and like every time Abby came on screen, he would say, Abby's hair game is on point. Like every <laughs> single time she's on screen. <laughs> And, and behind the scenes, uh, Paige, I think season three, was wondering if she should stop doing the ponytail. And I said, come on, Paige. No. She's like, fine. So she left it for me. Everything is bad. Everything is horrible right now, Paige. You have to give us something. You got us something. We need that pony. We really we need the, that pony. The, the ponytail like, was really that, important. As our beacon of hope. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Jenny Plank said it best. We need that's, the pony. We need the pony. That's right. We need the pony. Yeah. <laughs>
And even lack of hair, because I think Isaiah's uh, shaved head this season. Isaiah's new look is also on point, yeah. The guy, he does fantastic uh, um, uh, changes to his, either his beard or his hair every season. It's like a different guy, which is cool, because I think it's like a different show. So I think it's a good, uh, um, I don't know, it's a good change to, to actually make you feel different. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like a little barometer. It's like, okay, let's look at, like, how does Jaha look this season? That kind of gives you the feel for the the, the tone. Yeah, yeah. And who yeah. he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> next question. Um, so, what... Um, and I guess we, we saw some of this when we were talking about um, the behind-the-scenes pictures that Kim took, too. But what do you guys do with your downtime on set? Eat. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, honestly, we, we, we're, again, like I said, we're so close. Uh-huh. We sit around and either talk about the scene or just talk. Uh, me and Jared, uh, Richard and Bob do a lot of wrestling moves now. We're big into wrestling again. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to post a video very soon, uh, of, uh, of a wrestling move, uh, I just did to Bob on set that I can now post because it's in the lab and we couldn't show the lab beforehand, but it's fantastic. Ah, uh, nice. Um, what move uh, was it? The rock bottom. Oh, sweet. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah, we okay, so, so let me ask you this. Yeah. What is your favorite finisher oh, of all time? So tough. Me and Jared super kick probably six times a day. So like, <laughs> while, while I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite, it's definitely the one we like to do the most. Uh, I mean, you can get it off anytime, anywhere. That's like yeah. one advantage of the super oh, kick. Oh, for sure. Like all of a sudden we're just doing it and we just, he turns around and he'll get a super kick in the face. <laughs> he's been a little too sass daddy today you know he's getting a super kick in the face it's just gonna happen <laughs> yeah something yeah what is the, what's the best finisher pedigree is up there it's just pedigree a, is great yeah yeah love a good pedigree but yeah i think maybe you know what honestly i'm just gonna give it to super kick because of our uh, uh affection for it have you ever put him in a in a sharpshooter yep oh yeah nice little oh, shout yeah. out to bret hart. <laughs> bret hart he gets a lot of frog splashes too when he's not looking nice Nice, yeah. excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Jared's dog, he gets some wrestling moves on him. He loves it. He, he gives us lots of super kicks too now. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, we got a question. Um, somebody wanted to know about both both for Suchin and for Jackson about um, Hogwarts house sorting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, J- uh, Jackson... Um, because Suchin is a Gryffindor. I didn't know I was, but I, I've been sorted into Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jackson, I really want to say he's a Gryffindor, but I, I think at this point he might be a Hufflepuff. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, like, like, time will tell. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just so, uh, his loyalty is so unwielding mm-hmm. that uh, um, I don't necessarily know. I mean, time will tell. There's a lot of things yeah. that... Uh, still have to happen i mean he does he does care so much about uh, people that uh i mean his courage is coming to play he did stab some reapers with a reaper stick you know <laughs> so it's not, not like he's just a guy sitting there doing stuff he'll do what needs to be done when the time comes well i mean like jk rowling said that all the hufflepuffs stayed for the battle of hogwarts mm-hmm. so you know hufflepuffs and they're, and they're badgers right like they can get well, there's huff- no, nothing wrong with uh, hufflepuff at all i just want well, i just uh i know he's got courage in him i just <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I'm going to give him Hufflepuff for now, and then okay. uh, we'll see. The great thing about the show is if the more things that happen, the more you can learn about them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Sort of reshape what you think. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
all the time. <laughs> um, so, uh, so since Erin got in her Back to the Future question, I want to um, I want to ask you about page stories. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was the, that was the question that was near and dear to my heart. Um, yeah. So we talked about this a little bit at, at Unity Days about um, just like you and Paige like being friends and hanging out like you know um, like in between filming and stuff like that. Um, but I was just I was hoping you could like maybe tell us some fun hanging out with Paige stories because she's she's awesome. <laughs> um, I heard you. Everybody already knows my clueless story, and that's my favorite one. Yes, um, that is a good one. <laughs> um, it's my favorite. What? Yeah, we hang out. We just like I'm okay. This is a good one. One day um, I was driving her home. And I think she forgot her keys. Um, so we had to wait for her, uh, uh, her what's it called, the um, concierge to come back. So we sat in my car and we listened to 90s uh, alternative songs and sang it at the top of our lungs for about <laughs> 20 minutes. Like 3 a.m., um, Wonderwall, Champagne Supernova. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we were just having so much fun. We opened the windows and care didn't care. <laughs> about anything we were just we were, i think we were it was really late we were so tired from work that we're like oh my god i just want to get in i want i want you to get home and i want to get home and sleep and it was just that's what we did we blasted that's amazing yeah like black <laughs> sun i think was on there california vacation <laughs> freshman for sure was on there rocket man elton john i'm looking at the list right now i think oh, oh wow, my nice. god <laughs> it was pretty great literally that was awesome yeah it's like carpool karaoke, but your own like special <laughs> version of it. Exactly what it was. Carpool, carpool crazy karaoke. Uh, Plus amazing. the thing too, because like we were driving home when we came home, it was like we were too lazy to get like all the blood and stuff off of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these two just messed up, dirty, bloody people in this car in front of like the nicest apartment in the world, screaming '90s alternative songs. <laughs> <laughs> it just like feels like a cut scene from Fight Club or something. Yeah. <laughs> our, our friendship is an entire cut scene. Every, 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 every it's just saying you couldn't write it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm so glad I know um, that. So, uh, one more question before my final question. Yeah. Um, so, what's your favorite on-set memory? Ooh. Um, hmm. I think I think it would be that boat. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for for everything I can say up until now, um, riding on that boat with those guys and working on that uh, that episode with all of them together. Um, for me personally, because I you know I, I uh, work with a very select few people sometimes and. Uh, um, that was fun to get out, uh, be a part of Adventure Squad, and and be with some of my best friends on on this show uh, in an episode. I think that was we were just looking around, and being like, "This is this is awesome." Yeah, and it was gorgeous. I mean, like it, that location it, you were in, guys. Best day. It was like the sun was the sun was shining on us that day, being like, "Yeah, you, we're going to give you this day, you guys." Yeah, yeah. I just like I remember like watching that scene, and, like the first time I watched, it, I got kind of distracted for what was happening because I was like oh my god that's so beautiful like I just want yeah. to be there <laughs> yeah, Richard Derrick and I have been in Vancouver for as friends for a while now and we've always talked about you know working together so that was just such a uh, beautiful moment to be like yeah dude we're yeah. right together on this yeah. episode 
It's great. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. One last question I just thought of before. I, I know what Aaron's last one is going to be, but um, but I wanted to ask <laughs> you, um, just because one of the things that's really, always really fun about listening to you talk about this show is is that, like, you're so clearly and passionately, like, a fan of the show, like of the show as a whole and the way all the pieces fit together and of the genre and um, not just like I show up and I do my job and I go home, but like your, you know, your enthusiasm for the way all of the pieces come together in the show is just really, is, is really contagious. And so I was wondering if there were, if there was a particular like scene or moment or storyline that, that Jackson wasn't in that like you as a TV sci-fi viewer found really cool to watch. Um, um, Murphy and Amori, mm. uh, first one that came to my head. I mean, there's lots to be honest, because yeah, yeah. I, you said it perfectly. I just, uh, I always said if I wasn't on this show, I would be really pissed off. Um, <laughs> I can, I consider it, you know, my firefly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Got to keep going, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I just, I think that's such a cool thing for two people that you do, you normally wouldn't think in this world that that has been created to have someone else uh have someone else and also you know be kind of partners in crime because murphy was such a different character uh in season one than he is now uh, mm-hmm. and i think it's so cool to watch his trajectory and that is uh special also um the way bob played um bellamy up until now because that is an impossible character to play mm-hmm. uh in terms of like all the stuff before you, cause he has to know stuff before you guys know stuff and he has to, he goes through so much and you need the right actor to play everything that they need him to do. Uh, and, uh, I think watching his, I just love seeing project. I think, um, trajectories of characters change so, so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to me is, is so special. Um, so I think, uh, those two and, you know, mm-hmm. I think, my favorite thing is when people call Clark Juan Hata. <laughs> it's like when somebody calls, uh, it's like when Batman and Superman are talking. This is so nerdy. But when Batman and Superman are talking and they call each other Clark and Bruce, to me, I get the same tingles when somebody calls Clark Juan Hata. Because you can imagine that girl who is taken out of that cell in episode one, crying, doesn't know what's going on to the ground, to now be the bringer of death. You know, that people are yeah, afraid. Yeah, yeah just trying to do everything she can like it's it's uh it just uh, when i think about how far these people have gone and these characters have gone the whole the show as a whole is is uh i was talking to my cousin the other day and he's like we were talking for a bit and i'm like dude if anybody heard this conversation that didn't watch the show it would sound like gibberish (laughs) (laughs) you know grounder there's you know uh death wave night blood Blah blah blah. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't. It it doesn't. It, to think how far we've come up until now is uh, is uh, astonishing to me uh, all the time. So that's why when I get a new script, I'm uh, nerding out and excited to read it because uh, it's it's dope. Dope. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> and, and the world just like keeps expanding. You know, in all these like unexpected ways with you know with Becca and Cadigan and like all these little hints about like the asteroid mining company and stuff like that's, that. It's just like so know, cool. That, that must that that was Jason's dream from day one, and to be able to live that his brain out and all the writers too. The writers that we have right now are like pff, such sensational people. Uh, and to have them, uh, all the all the whole crew there, I get to live out that idea that they wanted to from episode one when it was like the light and everything was cool, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. be where they are now is uh, 
that's just the coolest thing to actually get here. To get yeah, here, yeah. have a conversation about a show and have it be gibberish. Yeah, no, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've made our literally made your own language, you know, in addition mm-hmm. to like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. Um, okay, so the last question, which I uh, <laughs> I faithfully promised my friend Shosh that I would ask you. Because I faithfully promised her that I would ask Jason, and then I forgot. So I cannot forget to ask okay. <laughs> ask you. Um, so she would like to know, who is your, what is your favorite My Little Pony, if you have one? I, I've never seen My Little Pony. <laughs> uh, whoever Shannon Chan plays, because that's my friend, and I think she, I think it might be Pinkie Pie. Okay, okay. Is that one? I don't know. Um, possibly. What was, what was your friend's name? Shannon Chan Kent. Shannon Chan Kent. Well, I'll look that up, and then we'll figure it whoever out. She plays, and whoever, she also sings the theme song for the show, like, Friendship is Magic or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So whoever she plays is my favorite. Okay. Okay. That's a very awesome. good answer. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a great answer, especially because it means that we found out that you're friends with the person who sings the theme song to My Little Ponies, <laughs> which is, like, my life is so kind weird. of the biggest <laughs> revelation. My life is so weird. <laughs> I think you made your life is so awesome. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, if life is not weird, it's not awesome. So they're they're interchangeable. Um, yes, she plays Pinkie Pie. So your favorite My Little Pony is Pinkie Pie. My favorite My Little Pony is Pinkie Pie. Excellent. Hashtag right. Chad Kent. Hashtag Pinkie Pie. So now the next time somebody asks you that question, you know. Yeah, legit. I'm ready. Awesome. Thank you, thank you for reversing me on my little pony. I appreciate it. I You're know. welcome. Thank you. I mean, you know, you can thank thank my friend Shosh. She's the one who We also I asked know. we also asked Mike Beach this question and he I can't remember what he said. I don't think he had one either. But I think I, just, little pony is pretty I've got a daughter, so like I just <laughs> if I just, if I don't pick a my little pony, my daughter's gonna kill me. So I'm gonna say the truth. <laughs> Of our conversation with life. I've been sitting here the whole time. I wanted to make sure my boy got his interview right. Oh my god, I'm crying. Here's another question. How much do you miss Mike Beach? How what? I said, how much do you miss Mike Beach? Honestly, you guys, I have there's no way to explain how much everybody is in love with Mike Beach. He's become our like one of our best friends. Uh not just because like of how amazing he is as an actor, but he just brings something to, he's just a guy that carries himself with such, uh, he's just such a freaking dude. Like he's just the, he's a guy everybody wants to be, you know, no matter who yeah. you are, just, mm. uh, he emulates, he emulates the person that I think everybody wants to be. And he just, and he doesn't even like exude that. It's just by being himself. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, you know, when we, we talked to him, you know, last year for, like an hour or something like that and I just like after an hour of talking to him I was like you're the you're amazing you're like the best person yeah like it's like I feel like we should be best friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> well thank you I mean I'm just trying to you know live my life so such is the best yes thank you this was great thank you thank you, thank you so, so much, much. For talking to us. it's been awesome Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, anytime. Awesome. Uh, well, we will see you on screen in Most a week and a half. Yes, and hopefully <laughs> and next Unity Days. Do it next year's uh, Unity Days. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a great afternoon. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
That was delightful. That was so much fun. <laughs> oh my god, He's these people awesome. are so nice. He's just I know. Uh, his his Pike and Bellamy impressions are amazing. <laughs> oh my god, like the whole podcast is just gonna be just like us just like cackling. <laughs> I know, seriously. 